Thursday afternoon rolling on here on KFGL. Thanks for keeping it locked in here to Afternoons Live and picking up a conversation that we started off yesterday about, you know, what's going on in the legislative sessions across the upper Midwest. We got Minnesota, South Dakota, and of course right here in North Dakota. Lawmakers are back at it, uh, you know, putting out priorities and trying to figure out, you know, what's funded, what's not, and a variety of other things. And yesterday we, we dove into House Bill 1251. And uh, this is relating to limiting compensation for school district superintendents. We had some of those opponents yesterday. Well, you know what? We got the the main sponsor today, Representative Matthew Ruby, District 40, joining us right now on KFGO. Representative Ruby, thanks for taking some time. How are you today? I'm good. I appreciate you uh, you guys having me on. Yeah, well, give me an opportunity to, to explain the bill first, and then I'll ask you know, why the introduction. So tell the audience what House Bill 1251 would do. Okay, so it... Um it would require uh, school districts that have under 475 kids uh, to pair up with other school districts and share a superintendent. So there's no there's no closure of schools. There's no consolidation of school districts. It's just trying to share some of that administrative cost. Um, and then the other part of it, it would um, cap the the amount that a superintendent can make at 1.5% of um, of their budget, um, and that would be again the more school and um school districts that team up that um that really just increases that number so my follow-up question is why introduce this i i know in being a former lawmaker myself so typically something has happened or a constituent says hey look have you heard about this i'd like something to be done i'm just curious why this bill at this time what sparked it representative ruby yeah so i i guess i just initially i had what I perceived as an issue to me, and I didn't didn't have the numbers to back it up right away, but um, just the the big discrepancy in what a superintendent pay or some of the administration pay is paid com- or compensated compared to teachers, and uh, it's not just small schools, but I I think that's the the first step towards um, solving it. I mean, we definitely got to look at big schools as well, uh, but this was the first step, and so. Um, I had, I had voiced some some uh, frustrations, and I was encouraged to um, reach out to DPI for numbers, and um, and it, it just kind of solidified. Actually, probably um, made me a little bit more frustrated um, seeing some of these small schools where there's some really egregious um, situations where the, you know you have under 50 kids and you're making 160, 170 salary, and then you add in your um, the rest of your compensation, and you've got teachers that are are scraping by with 50,000 50, in, in compensation. So it, um, this wasn't my initial draft. I, I did have a, something that tied um, the, the amount of uh, teacher or of, um, students that you got. You could only take a certain percentage of the per pupil funding. Um, and then once we uh, started looking at, at other options, this is and looking at other states, this is kind of where we, we came up with um, as, as the best option. You're not going to find any argument for me uh, saying that teachers certainly aren't making a, uh, enough money. That in fact, you know, with that profession, they should be making more. Uh, when it comes to the superintendent pay, you know, when it, when this all flushes out, I mean, I'm going to ask this question quite directly: Do you trust school boards? Do you trust that local representation on the school board? Uh, you know, I, I'm going to say it's not a lack of trust with them. Um, I think it's there's that um, very natural human. Um, reaction uh, i think it happens a lot when um, when you are the one that has to vote to um or put something on the ballot to raise taxes of the you know person that you uh, see at the grocery store or your neighbor that you're that you uh, talk to every day or somebody you go to church with or whatever 
it's um, it's a lot harder to um, to put any kind of initiative in order to increase um, your budget for superintendent or for for the school district, uh, namely for a superintendent. Um, and if you go back ten years ago, there was a, a lot more even split between state funding and and uh, and the what the local school districts had. Well, as we doubled the, what the state put in we started seeing um, increases, I think it's a 33% increase um, in the last decade of superintendent uh, salaries, and it's a 25% increase for teachers. There was already a gap and it's just getting bigger and bigger. And the more money that, um, the more sessions that we have, we always have um, an increase of per pupil funding. And there's always other initiatives that people are bringing, trying to get more money to the schools, which I don't necessarily disagree with, but we we just got to get to the point where we got to have some say in how it's being spent because the intent is for it to go towards the students uh to, to the school and less towards administrative offices one of the uh the, the things that you know, i and i let this be known yesterday and uh you're probably well aware i've watched over the last few legislative sessions what i feel as legislative overreach kind of that you know we talk about local control that's why i asked about the school board you know the the, the decision making that their local representatives they get elected by their communities and then if we don't like something as a lawmaker, then we kind of impose it upon uh, them. It, that's how I feel this in, it, is is rolling out here. And the way I view the bill, and you, you can correct me and uh, try to say that I'm wrong here, but it seems, all right, if we eliminate, uh, you know, a, a superintendent from that school district, all of a sudden you got this person that's going to have to go from this school to that one split time. Uh, you're, you're adding more work and limiting what pay is. And I've, I just find that in a workforce struggle that we have, this is going to be another barrier. It, do you do you feel that is at all close, or am I completely wrong in what your intent is here? Uh, no, I think you've got a grasp on on what would potentially happen, but um, that's there's already a huge discrepancy when you look at anybody over that four cent. Well, really, there's there's plenty of schools that are at that three hundred that um, are paid pretty pretty fairly, and then there there's significantly drops in in uh, students that, that superintendents oversee um so but the pay isn't that much different um and so you can say that yes they're going to have more work but it's it's really not anything that's unquestionable because most other school districts have quite a bit more see and i, I i'll give you an example you know i graduated with 16 uh, students in my class i'm from Le the leeds area up by devil's lake uh and and i'll ask you what how many students did you graduate with for Minot, I know you live in Minot. You represent Minot. I was born and raised there. Representative Ruby. No, uh, oh, okay. I, I I grew up out in the country. I okay. went to class. I, I played uh, single A football at Delac. Um, okay. I think we had. Oh, man, I'm trying to even think. I think we had 48 okay. or 50 something. So range, coming from the add. big school compared to me is what I would say. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, no, yeah. I'm just giving you grief here, uh, but. Right now, what, what's happening, and uh, you know, as you know, we can't deny that some of that that rural part of the just America, not just in North Dakota, and people aren't there in the droves that they were when you and I were younger here, uh, and they've struggled to find a superintendent. And I, right now, I know of an example that somebody had to come out of retirement that was a superintendent because one school district couldn't find anybody to hire. Well, then the, another school district that's about thirty miles away also struggle because their superintendent didn't really work out. School board said, look, this, you know, we got to cut ties here. So now you have a retired superintendent coming out of retirement, doing part-time work at both school districts. And I hear that it's, I mean, it's, it's not sustainable. And I just think of that example 
when I think of what this bill would do. And I'm curious your response to that. Yeah, um, well, that's, I, I know of a few different situations where there, there are school districts that are sharing superintendents, mm-hmm. and um, it works fine. So that case, it, it might struggle. But uh, if you look at other states, it's, um, this actually is probably on the low end of, of what would be required for, for superintendents. Uh, how many schools they they have under them, um, and so it, it might be a struggle for that situation um, with that particular superintendent. Um, but it it's being done other um, in not not even other states uh, in North Dakota where it works just fine. You know, I'm curious about travel expenses as well, Representative Ruby, because when I think about you know doing a, a part time at this district, and then you might have to go 45 miles to get to that next district that you're equally responsible for it might have drastically different situations i i suspect and this isn't just a broad statement that superintendents gonna have to live likely in one of those two communities i mean we're capping a salary if this passes are there any reimbursement that for the time travel anything like that included in this um so we're we're trying to leave this as open ended for school districts to determine that themselves. So if they want to do that, if that's part of the negotiation, if they, you know, five of them pair together and, and uh, they, in an ideal situation, I guess, if, if I was going to tell them how to do it, I would say that they take members of each school board and they come together and they decide who's going to uh, get hired. And that's all part of that negotiation. Um, and that, sure. I mean, it fits into the compensation portion. Uh, one of the final questions I have for you, and I'll let you get back. I know how busy these sessions are, and I, I do appreciate you taking time for us here. Is, um, when it comes to just capping salaries, is that something that the state should be doing, just in general, capping what somebody could make? Um, I can see an argument where it uh, it doesn't work because I, I, I've certainly, I guess I've never seen a bill in the in uh, my time here where we've, you know, capped any kind of CEO or anything like that, but um yeah, I mean it's a, it's a discussion to be had. It's I I've had a few um, concerns about the 1.5 being too much, but even at, at that 1.5, that's 155,000 in these affected school districts, um, and that that's a and that's that's just how we would do it if we were going to wave our magic wand and 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 uh, collaborate these these uh, superintendent positions. But uh, so if you got more in, that number just just goes up. Representative Ruby, what I miss about this bill, about anything else you want to get out about this session before I let you get back after it? Yeah, um, I mean, I know that there's a lot of people thinking that this is step one to consolidation, um, and I wholeheartedly disagree and, and stand against that. I think this is our one of our the steps in the direction opposite of consolidation. We're trying to keep these small schools open. I, um, When my wife and I were making decisions on where we were going to send our kids, whether she's a minor high girl and I'm a deluxe guy, and I really wanted to send my kids out to Burlington because I value that small school, that the smaller class sizes and, and all the other benefits that you get out of it. Um, I want to keep these small schools open. Um, and this is one of the ways that I think um, we can do it. We start sharing some of these, uh, these uh, top-level um, positions that can be done. Um, we keep hearing about well, these schools have all this, this paperwork that they got to do, and if we had too many – it can be done. It's being done in North Dakota now. I think we can uh, we can continue that that model. Very good, Representative Ruby. I appreciate your time today, man. Good luck with the rest of the session. You take care until we chat again. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. You bet, Representative Matthew Ruby, District Forty, around the Minot area. Your thoughts? Do you support the bill? Three five two seven zero. You can let me know. You can also call us at two three seven.
1-800-636-5948. Thursday afternoon is rolling on. I'm Tyler Axis. So don't go anywhere. Sun is bright Or in the darkest night No one knows